Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Fin15. Today, we're going to be talking about Goldman Sachs and its cheeky CEO, uh, the SEC cracking down on crypto, BlackRock buying political clout, and more Fin faves, plus a new section called Fins Up or Fins Down. Anyway, more about that later. How you doing, Griffin? I am doing well. I'm excited for Fins Up, Fins Down, uh, a lot of fins in the game. We also have lots of news in Tento land. We've been hard at work on our new direct-to-consumer site. Currently, it's only for our embedded partners. We've got new products, new creative, and we are really excited to finally get it out in the world and um, blast it out into the ether. Additionally, starting in July and August, Fin15 will bring on some special guests on the podcast that will have a more regular cadence, and we'll be getting into the minds and hearts of uh, really talented folks in our ecosystem. Just like solid Americans, you know? Yes, and South Americans too. We are we are agnostic, but we will focus on North American podcast guests. Just given geography, not, not just purely because of, uh, you know, continental drift. Yeah, um, well, you're a GMT guy. I'm a TNT guy because I'm dynamite. I'm more AMC. Okay, fair enough. FX. <laughs> Ugh. Let's talk about Goldman Sachs. David Solomon. David, David Solomon. M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Solomon. Goldman Sachs. The beats are good, but the stock price isn't. Um, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> basically, David Solomon, the CEO, has caught some flack recently for his not-so-under-the-radar side gig of DJing. Um, six years ago, Goldman decided to roll out credit cards, accounts, loans, that sort of thing on the consumer side. And in January, they announced that they had lost more than $3 billion tied to that business since 2020. David Solomon, our fine and fickle DJ friend, has remixed Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody, which you you probably yes. heard. And it kind of blew up. Solomon has been DJing for years, uh, most notably at Tiki Bars in the Bahamas, at Lollapalooza, and yes, also downtown Manhattan. He's, uh, he's, he's released over a dozen dance tracks. Basically, what's notable about this is that uh, Goldman has been hemorrhaging money and this dude has been out flying on his PJ to various parts of the world to spin. And Goldman, unlike other banks, uh, maintains a partnership of about 420 members. And all of these people think they're hyper important and think they do a better job than the CEO. And it's been a bit of a shark tank. As a as a DJ and a, a businessman, um, do you feel for David Solomon, Griffin? Listen, I'm a business man. Okay, let's let's back up. There's a lot to unpack here. You can't just lose three billion dollars and not have people raise their eyebrows. Two, let's not mistake Mr. Solomon with the real Solomon, Maladen Solomon, who's the king of Ibiza, uh, who I've seen many times. They are they, these are the Ibiza. Ibiza. These are very. Ibiza. <laughs> I took a pill in Ibiza. But yeah, so long story short, this is not the real Solomon. This is David Solomon. And I think that entrepreneurship and having interests in music uh, and having hobbies outside of work is important for balance. But there's a fine line you have to draw. I, I, having been a DJ and currently a DJ while working a full time job, 
uh, I don't play as much these days. And if I did, I probably wouldn't be that good at showing up every day and bringing the proverbial pain. So my thought is that there's a fine balance. You can't promote too much, but you also can't stay up too much. And you should always have hobbies that balance you. But everything, if it's if it's done too, too aggressively or too much in the public light as Goldman Sachs, a public company is, then you're going to get some backlash. You might have to wear a flak jacket more regularly. That is that a um, a lossless audiophile pun, a a, a flak file jacket. It, it was a it was a it was a three layered one since you mentioned flak earlier. But yes. Okay, I just wanted to double check because there's a lot of layers here, as as you said. No, I, I think if you were spending every night till four a.m., you would probably um, probably not be doing what you're doing now. Uh, and I I don't think that's the wrong decision. Not every uh, DJ is uh, a CEO of a publicly traded company and is paid thirty nine million dollars a year. So it's a lot uh, of cheese, a lot of cheddar, a lot of quiche. Um, quiche. Speaking of quiche, some crypto quiche. The SEC reached a deal with Binance last Friday that would allow the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange to keep operating in the U.S. and safeguard customer assets as the company battles a government lawsuit. After filing fraud charges against Binance on the 5th of June, the SEC moved to freeze the firm's U.S. assets in a move that the exchange's lawyers said would put it out of business in the U.S., as of late, the SEC has come down hard on the rest of the industry, suing Binance as well as its U.S. rival Coinbase. The agreement to safeguard customer assets in the U.S. would resolve the first of what could be many legal skirmishes to come. Griffin, what do we uh, what do we think about this Noise. cracking down of the proverbial crypto whip? Noise. It's all noise, I tell you. Uh, Gary Gensler, he's in the pocket of uh, many people. Long story short, my biggest fear is that we're driving innovation offshore. Coinbase is a, a darling, in my opinion. They're going to be a, a super app. Uh, I feel like as a company, they continue to innovate. And if we lose them and they go offshore to the Caribbean um, or the Bahamas or to Europe, uh, we're going to lose a lot of talent and a lot of uh, revenue potential from uh, them leaving. We don't want them to leave. I find it funny that all this is happening, uh, kind of a coordinated attack on Binance and Coinbase as Gary Gensler and and his counterparts that I don't want to say they own him, but let's just say he has great relationships with the big banks. Is it any surprise that BlackRock is launching and filed for their Bitcoin ETF at the same time while this is happening? I think not, Griffin. I think not. That ain't no coincidence. It's as far as as uh, BlackRock being uh, in the game. It seems like they're in many games right now. I mean, offshore and onshore. Do you think that your mom or my mom will be investing in crypto very soon? I think that for the average retail investor or someone who has their funds managed, uh, it's difficult to just go create a wallet and fund it and buy crypto. I do think the larger institutions offering Bitcoin ETFs is a positive in that it means more adoption. Um, and it's it's getting into 
diversifying the audience and getting into the boomers uh, and other folks who feel like it's, you know, candidly really hard to um, onboard themselves into something they don't understand. So I think it's a win-win. Bitcoin's above 30K this week for the first time in a while. Um, are we are we close to maybe a crypto uh, bull market coming back? That's what I'm seeing on Twitter. And is Twitter lying to me a lot? Yes. So who knows? Yeah, it's misinformation city over there. And you population you. Population um, me. Population you. I... Uh, I own $300 of Ethereum and, uh, I bought it at the high. So I'm like, literally, um, I, no one should trust me as an, I'm not, I am not a, uh, a certified, um, financial advisor. So yeah. I do not have my CFA. Well, I'm, I'm a enthusiast, but not a maximalist. I have, you know, some, some exposure to crypto, to DeFi, a lot of NFTs, some generative AI art. So I'm I'm bullish on on the technology and the future while we're in this winter, this crypto winter. But overall, um, I do think that the AI component is really interesting. I know we're gonna dive into gener generative AI in a later episode, but lots to unpack there, my friend. Lots to unpack. Too much, one would say, for for one one uh, one piece of an episode. We need to dedicate more time, more energy. And more resources. Um, speaking of time, energy, resources, and power, BlackRock, which you mentioned earlier, unsurprisingly, as bad as you thought they were, a video has been circulating of a BlackRock recruiter named Serge Varley, who describes how BlackRock is, quote unquote, able to run the world in some undercover footage. Basically, BlackRock has gained even more notoriety lately for its large acquisitions. Uh, Varley in the video says it's easier for Black Rocks to do Black. Bleh. Varley says it's easier for BlackRock to do things when people aren't thinking about it, and the asset giant doesn't want to be anywhere on the radar. What do you, what do you think about buying politicians? Is that this isn't anything new, is it? This isn't anything new. We know that BlackRock wants to buy everything and dump on retail investors and sell is no different from them buying up all of the housing uh, and owning all of the homes and creating this crunch and this supply crunch for people that want to be first-time homeowners. Uh, and of course, they're buying off our politicians. Did we think it was anything different? I thought the politicians were buying off BlackRock. No, you're thinking of BlackRock City which is where Burning Man is. Wait, what? What, dude? What? what? Sorry, I was just tripping. Um, <laughs> just just blacked back in. But um, no, this is, uh, the, the video is very funny, but uh, I'm not surprised that BlackRock is in the pockets of, of everyone. We, we know that politicians pass laws that support donors over voters and we know donors are largely anonymous and can spend unlimited money so just business as usual with uh the capitalist power struggle it's kind of it's it's making me tired just thinking about it but should we move on to fins up or fins down we should but we'll leave the a link to the video in the show notes because it's hilarious fins up fins up fins down Fins up, 
Fins down. Shall I uh, tell you about our new our new segment? Enlighten us. Well, at the end of the day, there's nothing better and more real time, I believe, when I say real time quotations, than Google Trends. And so uh, there's a lot cooking this week. Um, some sad, some 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 happy, some good, some sorrow, and everything in between. But I think it would be fun to do a lightning round and gives a fins up or a fins down for based on what's trending in this beautiful chaotic world. Yeah. Uh, so Chris Paul traded to the Warriors for Jordan Poole. I'm going to say thumbs down. Too early to tell. I'm a Warriors fan. I know you don't follow hoops, but we basically traded in a 24-year-old with a lot of upside for a 38-year-old who's always hurt. Uh, but I understand why, because we need to win now. This is on Steph Curry's timeline. So ageist of you. No, I, I don't. I know nothing of of hoop hoop life. I'm 38. I, you know, I, I, I can. I, I'm, I'm injured sometimes. I, I, you don't want me on your team. You want Jordan Poole. Maybe we'll see. We'll see how it shakes out in the future. Number two, Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk agree to hold a cage fight. Fins up in the sky, my friend. Uh, two socially awkward billionaires duking it out in a cage. Sign me up. I mean, if if this were like an HBO fight or something, I'm talking record viewership. I'm putting I'm putting my money on the Zuck truck. He's gonna truck Elon. He's not gonna blink. He hasn't blinked since 2004. He's been training. He's been doing jujitsu. I feel like he's got a fire in his belly, and I think Elon's been drinking a lot and has a, just a, a, a belly. All right. You heard it here. Zuck truck for the win. The Bear, season two launching this week. Fins up or down? Fins up for sure. Season one was awesome. Uh, really cool concept. Felt like it was really relatable if you've lived in a big city. And I thought the cast and the... I thought the cast was really diverse and just a, a great group of characters. And I really enjoyed the the music and the soundtrack. Can't wait. I admittedly did not see season one, but I have heard, heard great things and I will eventually watch it and report back. Hulu it up. Get that Hulu fired up. I'm going to give Hulu a bear hug with my fins. <laughs> You're gonna you're gonna watch Cocaine Bear before the bear, but yeah. Anyway, number four. Did you hear about all the hail at Red Rocks? Give me a fins up or fins down. I'm gonna go fins down because I uh, I'm as a musician and a music lover. I don't want anyone being hailed on uh, in the middle of a gig. That just sounds that sounds no good. The sky was angry. I guess my uh, my heart goes out to the the Red Rocks goers, the concert goers. Um, fins, fins, definitively down. Yes, there was no. If anything, hail Caesar, no hail at Red Rocks. Amen, brother. Amen. Speaking of uh, uh, sanctity, let's talk about Amazon Prime Day, twenty twenty three. A day more important than Christmas. Just kidding. My fins are hard down on this. My fins are also hard down. I actually canceled Amazon Prime this year. In fact, it was so hard to cancel, you wouldn't believe it that they're actually being sued because of it. I can 100% uh, 
believe they're being sued for being horrible. Okay, but quick quick question. If you were to participate in Prime Day, what would be number one on your list if you had one request to Amazon? I want a bouncy castle delivered in one day shipping. Wow. Yeah. Okay. What about you? For me, if I could have anything, it would be... It would be... um, a shaved ice maker. Ooh, kind of Italiano, huh? No, Hawaiian. Hawaiian? Sh- is there a difference? Oh, big time. All right, I'll have to read up later. Don't don't support Jeff Bezos's shiny head. <laughs> He's going to the moon. Well, speaking of um, faves, favorite heads, shall we wrap up this episode with our second installment of Finn Faves? Let us let us proceed. What have you been watching, listening, doing, feeling good about lately? Well, as a follow-up to last week's pod, I did tell you that I was attending the U.S. Open and I was going to be taking copious field notes. And I will say that it was an awesome event. There was a lot of complaints from the media and folks saying that it wasn't crowded or it wasn't loud. The reality of it was there wasn't there wasn't many spots to actually watch it because of the the pitch and incline uh, of the course. But I would say it was a beautiful day, um, some good food, some good drink, a great experience. And the course, similar to how Central Park is smack dab in the middle of Manhattan, this is smack dab in L.A. where the course is kind of in between Beverly Hills and Century City. So it's actually a really cool location to to kind of just like hop off the main drag and go through a fence and you're at the course. So I thought it was an awesome experience. You know, I'm glad you had your ear to the ground there. What was the the vibe? Of the, the vibe was, you know, there was, there was definitely a lot of merchandise. The retail experience was amazing to watch. People just going ham, buying hats and towels and all sorts of uh, USGA merchandise. Uh, LACC Open, US Open merch. Um, I was actually in a suite uh, for Citibank. Shout out Citibank. Uh, we'd love to work with you. And yeah, they, they treated me very well. I was lucky to go. Uh, I won't say the amount that uh, all of the activations and sponsorship dollars that went to LACC, but it was a lot of cheddar. Well, not as much as David Solomon lost, but a lot of cheddar. A lot of Quiche Lorraine, am I right? Si, oui. Oui, oui, oui. Um, I would love to go sometime. You know, the Will Arnett, Jason Bateman ads really got me, so. Oh, I, I, Smartless? The Smartless ads, yeah. Well, they, they were doing, um, when I was watching the French Open, uh, they were uh, advertising the US Open, and, and Bateman and Arnett were the the uh spokespeople they were the they were the uh yeah i guess it's spokespeople right spokespersons persons spokespersons spoke spoken word spoken word uh speaking of uh spoken words white house plumbers came out in may i think on hbo but what a show really uh justin throw and woody harrelson play the two buffoons involved in Watergate and it's almost one of those shows that's not meant to be a comedy but it's so funny and ridiculous that it like it obviously is a comedy but it it 
it's very well well done. I was surprised how much I've been enjoying it. I'm only on the second episode, but I highly recommend. Wowzers. Well, I I kind of wrote it off. I just didn't like the teaser, but that was me just being a dumb dumb, I guess. I'm going to I'm going to check it out. Do it. Do it. Um I also want to shout out Alka-Seltzer Hangover Relief. Um I feel like Alka-Seltzer gets a bad rap. I don't know why. People think it's just like a boomer thing. But I guess love it. what? It's it's amazing. There's something about just like bubbly like it just scratches an itch and it works because, you know, uh if you overindulge and you got to got to get up early and and grind it out, Alka-Seltzer Hangover Relief. I'm not being paid for this. I just keep yeah. saying the product name. But Alka- if you want to pay us, yeah. Alka-Seltzer is like the first ASMR, you know? You throw the two tablets in a glass of water and you hear that bubbling fizz. It's the plop, it's plop, the, fizz, fizz. Plop, plop, fizz. It's the solve for any hangover, any sour stomach, but also it's the power you need if you're going to be in the office, if you're going to write copy, if you're going to need to bring the, the proverbial pain, as I like to say. It's a it's a, been a painful day, huh? It was kind of we kind of had hard weeks. This week's been tough. It's been t- it's been tough, but what has made it less tough is that I think you should leave dropped, and I know I you're a fan you of the leave. crooner. What did I just say? I think you should leave, but I think I won't leave, and I don't think you should. I think we should have our our episode listeners, our potters, check out. I think you should leave on Netflix. Season three has been hilarious. My f- two favorite episodes. One is the the crooner episode and then number two is the kind of like bachelor bachelorette um uh bit but i'll leave it to to our our listeners to go discover i think you should leave on netflix you spent your whole time on the zip line (laughs) (laughs) anyway no well thank you (laughs) you know what i'm trying to thank our listeners and you're just zip lining all right All right. Well, thank you for listening to episode three of Fin 15 from Tento. If you have show ideas, topics you want us to cover, or constructive, operative word, constructive feedback, hit us up at hello at tento.co. Email will be in the episode link. Stick around for our next one dropping after the holiday. Peace. Peace.